When you're in the market for a new car, you want a vehicle that conquers your daily commute, easily handles the elements, and looks great too. You need the reliability of a Toyota and the confidence that your investment will last. Why? Because after all the carpools, shopping trips, and weekends out, you want a car that still has plenty of miles left in it and holds its value for a great trade-in deal. That's where Toyota leads the pack as the number one resale value brand for 2024, according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So check out the all-new, fully redesigned 2025 Camry or test drive a stylish and affordable Corolla sedan or hatchback. And remember, when you choose Toyota, you're not just buying a car for today, you're investing in trade-in value for tomorrow. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals, for more. Vehicles projected resale value is specific to the 2024 model year. For more information, visit kellybluebookskbb.com. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Company, Incorporated. Toyota, let's go places. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast about how to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative. This week we'll talk about why you should use up what you have. And we'll talk to writer Ryan Holiday about his number one best-selling book, Stillness is the Key. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. I'm in New York City, and with me is my sister Elizabeth Kraft, who sometimes is my happiness guinea pig. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A., and Gretchen, I'm happy to be the person you experiment with. Well, before we jump in, I wanted to remind everybody that my video course and community, The Happiness Project Experience, um, registration is open, and it will close on January 20th. Uh, the first live Ask Gretchen Anything call is a few days later, so we have to close the registration so that people can dive in and be ready to join the live call. You can learn more about all this at GretchenRubin.com slash T-H-P-E. That's for The Happiness Project Experience, GretchenRubin.com slash T-H-P-E. And this course is for you if you've thought, you know, I'd like to do a happiness project, but I need a little bit more structure, or if you've tried to do it in the past and have struggled to stay focused on it for the whole year, that is what the happiness project experience is meant to provide. So join me. Exciting. And Gretchen, we also want to remind everyone to be reading Wild Game, My Mother, Her Lover, and Me by Adrian Brodeur for our book club. Yes. We're going to be talking to Adrian in early 
February, so send us your thoughts and your questions. This book is a page turner. It's it's just a great read, and it brings up a lot of issues. Yeah, so a lot of people. Everybody read along. Yes. Now, Elizabeth, the try this at home tip is to use up what you have. And Gretch, this is something we have talked about before yeah. in different ways many times. Yeah, and it's interesting. It's um, As people have been sending us their 19 for 2019 list and their 20 for 20 list, this is something that you, know, you and I have talked about it in various guises. And it's something that keeps coming up, again, in sort of different versions on people's lists. So many people say things like, I want to read the books I already own. I want to um, cook from my pantry. Shop your closet. This is something that people talk about in a lot of different contexts. It's just the idea of using up what you already have. Yeah, I have been trying to do this like with things in the bathroom, yeah. you know, like <laughs> face masks yeah. and lotions and soaps. Um, I think there's a thing, though, where it's like you don't want to open something new. It's like you want to keep it pristine. Yes. Well, and I have that problem because, and again, like, I know this is irrational, but I feel like if I don't open it, it's still good. But once right. I open it, then it's kind of ruined or like it couldn't, I guess, theoretically, I could re-gift something. And if it's unopened, it's still kind <laughs> of could. But like a friend of mine was like, I was at her house and she was put this kind of spicy mix on her yogurt. And, she, and I was like, oh, what is this spicy mix? And she's like, this is so great. I'm going to give you a package of it. But I've never opened it because, and I'm like, why not? I'm like, well, because once I open it, it will sort of start to go bad or it will be, mm, it's been right. used. But if I never open it, it's sort of not used. But what is the point of having it? She gave it to me like, oh, you need to try this. Yeah. And yet I won't open it. I mean, even as and I'm then, saying this, this is months ago. And then we know what happens, which is things degrade in their packaging. And so you finally open something like a lotion, let's say. Yes. And it's completely ruined and you can't use it. And so it's like you've never gotten to use the thing you were saving. No, you waste it. By trying to save it, you waste it. This happened to me with a fancy candle. I got one of these like super fancy candles, which I love. And when I finally went to take it out of the wrapper, it had all the oils had separated. And it just was like mm. sort of covered with this goo. And um, I just had to toss it. And so the whole thing just was wasted utterly. Well, gosh, this actually happened to me the last time I got my hair cut. Mm -hmm. So I bought a shampoo, you know, from the salon, which is going to be a really good shampoo. Right. And then I didn't use it. I sort of put it away like, well, let me, you know, wait to use that good shampoo right. until I've used every drop of every other shampoo, yeah. which is, I guess, a good thought. Yeah. But then I, so I went to get my hair cut again last week. And I ended up buying the same shampoo because I forgot until I left that I had already bought it because I had put it away, not yeah. used it. And then I went through the exact same thought process to yeah. buy it again. So now I'm determined to use those two full shampoos yes. before I buy any more shampoo. Which that'll get you through the 20s. You know, that's oh, a lot, for of, sure. that's a lot yes, of shampoo. It's a lot of shampoo. Well, yeah. Here's even a weirder thing that I realize I do. I sometimes hoard podcast episodes. Like if there's a mm. podcast that I love, I'll sort of save it. Um, like mm. I love Binge Mode and they're now doing Star Wars. And like they had the episode on Empire Strikes Back. And it's like I was saving it. But I'm like, it's as if I'm going to run out of podcast episodes. But there's more podcast episodes and new podcasts and things to listen to yes. all the time. And never going to run out. So why yeah. am I like, it's not, and it's not even like I did it in a purposeful way. Like, oh, I have this long 
flight and I'll listen to it on my right. flight or something like that. It wasn't like, oh, I have an idea for it. It was just like, oh, I don't want to use it up. Of course I want to use it up. What's the yeah. what am I what what could I possibly be thinking? Another thing, Gretch, is food. Mm-hmm. Like leftovers. I know in my house we'll have maybe some really great leftovers. And then nobody like well, Adam and I both resist eating them because we feel like the other person should get them. <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, I'll leave that for Adam. And he's yeah. like, well, I don't want to eat that. Liz really likes that. Yeah. And then neither of us eat them. And then like a week later, we throw it away. Yeah. No, that's – well, we had a funny thing kind of random on this topic of using things up is I was looking in our refrigerator and we had so much cheese, cheese in every single form. I was like, I cannot believe how much cheese mm-hmm. there is. I, I sent an email to everyone in the household. I was like, you cannot buy cheese unless you ask my permission first. There's no cheese. <laughs> Because we're going to use this up. We are going to use this up, like, if it takes for the, you know, the next two years. And so then, of course, later that day, I saw Jamie. Or Jamie came home. It was a weekend. And it's like, he's like, I'm going to go run an errand. And he said, what are you going to go do? And as a questioner, of course, he doesn't want to answer me. And he goes, I'm going to go yeah. buy cheese. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, okay, touche. But um, I asked for that. Oh, but but it was the thing. Where I'm like, I find it actually weighs on my soul to see the right. face mask or like the two bottles of shampoo. It's like it drains me because I'm like, we have it. It's not being used. Now we have a lifetime supply. Like, I just want to get it used up. Um, yeah. these big stores, it just, it feels like it's going to go bad. It's going to, it's going to, I I don't know. It just use up what you have. And then when you need more, get more, maybe you'll never need more, yes. you know, or if you do, you can worry about it then. I, it, it just, this stuff. And it's actually a great way to save money because, yeah. you know, if you're trying to economize, it's like you have a lot of stuff already that you can use and that can really cut down on like a month of expenses. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people do find it very satisfying. Absolutely. Well, let us know if you do try this at home and how using up what you have works for you and what is it that you have trouble using up? I feel like people Mm. have their own like quirky, strange things that they hold back from you. Crafts. I think craft supplies. Sometimes people buy them, but then they hoard them. Let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes. This is happiercast.com slash 256 for everything related to this episode. Coming up, we've got a holiday hack that is useful all year round. But first, this break. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. I now work with a team, and I am here to say that finding the right candidate and hiring the right candidate is one of the very biggest and most important challenges to anyone who has a small business. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. 
There are some stories about our father's life that I truly never get tired of hearing, from hilarious to heartfelt, tear-jerking to plot-twisting. His retelling of the events always brings me joy. Just in time for Father's Day, I found the perfect gift that captures all his stories for our family forever. It's called StoryWorth. StoryWorth helps you preserve precious memories and stories from your father or father figure's life for years to come. And Gretch, you get a book of all these stories. And I love just keeping a book on the coffee table and anyone from any generation can see a story from dad, like what was his favorite toy or what was his first job. Each week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question that you get to help pick. Give all the fathers in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash happier. That's storyworth.com slash happier to save $10 on your first purchase. So this is, this is a hack that someone figured out during the holiday season, but it's actually a super useful thing to know about all year round. I was very glad to know about this. Yes, Gretchen. This comes from Sarah. She says, I just stumbled onto a holiday hack I had to share. Researching for the drive around to see Christmas lights this year, I found a Facebook page that lists all of the big must-see houses organized by my neighborhood. I wanted to figure out the most efficient way to see all of them without a lot of extra driving, so I looked online for a tool that would help me figure out the best route. Turns out there are websites built for delivery drivers where you can plug in multiple addresses and then it will calculate the best order and best route to see them all. I plugged in the half dozen must-see houses in our area and the site, she says, I used my route online, figured out the perfect 48-minute loop with no more than six minutes between houses and almost no backtracking. It was awesome. Highly recommended for anyone who wants as much enjoyment and as little hassle associated with this holiday tradition. Well, who knew this existed? This is a great idea. No, see, I mean, I feel like this is the lesson that I need to learn over and over, which is there is an app for everything. Anything that (laughs) you have, there is an app for that. Somebody has created an app. It would never have occurred to me in a million years to go online and see if there was a tool for this. But of course, it makes perfect sense. This is something that comes up all the time. And it's exactly the kind of thing that an app can do better than you could do if you just like sat down and looked at a map of your neighborhood. Yes. And so satisfying to be efficient. Yeah. But, you know, anytime you're like dropping stuff off, like, you know, yeah. you, you know, you're going around with various things. It, it, I, I, anyway, so I was just really glad to be reminded that um, always check to see if there's an app. And she, as she said, she uses my route online. It's a great thing to use. Yeah, obviously, Gretchen, just if you're doing errands. I mean, it doesn't have to be even houses. I'm sure you could do this with four different businesses. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. And now it's time for a happiness interview. Today, we're talking to Ryan Holiday. Ryan Holiday is a best-selling writer and a highly successful media strategist. He's done a lot of different things. Most recently, he's published a trilogy of books that relate ancient wisdom to contemporary society. The first two were The Obstacle is the Way and Ego is the Enemy, and the most recent one is Stillness is the Key. The book was an instant number one New York Times bestseller and Wall Street Journal bestseller. In it, Ryan draws on timeless Stoic and Buddhist philosophy to show why slowing down is the secret weapon for charging ahead. 
Stillness allows us to conquer our tempers, avoid distraction, and discover great insights. He shows examples from many exemplary lives. He's thought so much about happiness and human nature. Of course, we wanted to talk to him. We're so happy to get to talk to him live and in person here in New York City. Ryan, it's so great to have you here. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Ryan. Hi. Yeah, I always get the people in New York City live in the studio. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, Ryan, this book, Stillness is a Key, was like this huge bestseller. Why do you think it's striking such a nerve? What's resonating with people? Well, I don't think people have any stillness, (laughs) myself (laughs) included. Sheer desperation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, I, I think, I think it's it. The reason that word, that idea, appears in all these philosophical schools and religions is because it's something human beings have wanted Mm. forever and probably want it now more than ever. Mm. And that was, I think, sort of why why I was motivated to write it. it, it, I was sort of thinking like, okay, those are the best moments, like where you have moments of stillness, Mm -hmm. but they're very rare, Uh especially you know, in a sort of a technologically driven life. Well, I think it's interesting how you say, you know, in being still, you can actually charge ahead. Why is that? Um, well, it, so obviously I think when people hear stillness, they think sort of meditation. But mm. for me, like I, I I find stillness most often in movement. Like I went swimming this morning and mm. uh, I, 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 that's sort of my meditative place. But mm. But I think there is an argument for stillness for its own sake but I also think most great artistic work, creative work, athletic feats all have to come from that same place as well. So, so it's not just a, like, oh, hey, if you do this thing, you'll be a happier person. I think that's a, a huge part of it. But I would also argue it would make you a better leader, a better parent, a better writer. There, there, are, there are very few things in, in really thinking about it that I think are made worse by adding sort of inner peace and clarity and stillness to them. And did you think of a different, like stillness is such an interesting word. I think it's such a attractive word. It's like a word that, like Mm -hmm. you say, it just sort of like vibrates with like everything that you want. Did you think about other words? Because there's sort of words that are kind of in adjacent, stillness adjacent. Um, (laughs) Or or was this always the word that for you like struck that chord? I I think it was, it was always the word in that it was in all the translations that struck me. It was the the one that appears the most often, like where we're not rendering it in Greek or Latin or, 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 or some other language. But I also just think it's interesting too that, and I'm 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 not very good with grammar words, so I've uh, but 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 just that it's not even like a word. It's like we're saying stillness, or we're saying like you know just has some sti- like still. We're saying like like still. Do you right. know what I mean? Or has yeah. the has <laughs> yeah. the com- the ha- has the components of being yeah. still in it. Yeah, and so it's this kind of general encapsulating word for like a whole bunch of things. I really like that as well. Right, right. Like if you just say like calm, that that only captures some of it. Or if uh-huh. you just say mm. serenity. Serenity or unperturbable or, yeah. you know, uh, mm. equanimity no, or poise. That's a very stoic word, imper- imperturbable. Yeah. Yeah. Is it unperturbable? Mm-hmm. Im- imperturbable. Yeah. Yeah, did I, I think I said unperturbable, but yeah, it's imperturbable. Or is it unperturbable? Now the, the word know. has lost all yeah, meaning. Yes. <laughs> it's, I think it's one of those words you don't say because it's ridiculous to pronounce. Yeah. It's like, uh, do you find when you do your audiobooks that you have used words that you 100%. would never say? 100%. Yeah. yeah, and I've been mispronouncing my whole life. <laughs> 
Gimcrack. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm like still in shock. I, I, it's like you say to the engineer, could you please look that up on YouTube, oh, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of the things they say about nonfiction is that research is me-search and that people write the books that they, they teach what they need to learn. Do you think that that was true for you? Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I, I don't think stillness when you meet me, you're like, oh, that's that's Ryan. Mr. Like that, stillness. <laughs> yeah, that's not the word you use. So I, I think it, it started me being interested in that concept and and sort of admiring people that had it and and then being fascinated by it and and I think that's true with with all my books I mean there's an you know I wrote this book about overcoming obstacles and then I wrote a book about overcoming ego I don't think I was writing it because I had done those things but more because like I would like to be better at those things mm-hmm. And I mean, Ryan, what are practical ways that people can be more still or find more stillness in their lives? Because as you said, I mean, stillness is sort of the opposite of what's happening in the world. <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, and 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 especially if you're like an ambitious person or you are successful in what you do, it's it's even it's even harder. You know, so I, I was talking about I went swimming this morning. One of the things I love about swimming is like the one place left where there's no screens. Mm-hmm. And mm. people are trying to make this sort of waterproof music thing happen, which I don't totally <laughs> understand. Like, I like that it's one of the f- it's it's one of the last sort of bastions of silence and solitude. So I, th- I think sort of exercise is, is, a, is a big one. Like CrossFit is probably better exercise than running. Right. But I, I run and don't do CrossFit because I like to be – I, I like to have that experience. Every morning I go for a long walk. I think walking is a big mm-hmm. part of it, but not to not as exercise, walk as right. experience uh, or, or as stillness. I, obviously, meditation is a big one. I think journaling is a huge one. Mm. Just the idea of sitting down with paper and putting your thoughts out. Uh, I have a quote from Anne Frank in the book that I love where she says, like, paper is more patient than people. Mm-hmm. And mm. and so just just even having that distance between you and your thoughts, like being forced to look at them, I think is a is we're not just stillness isn't just the absence of, of doing things. I think it's it's also there's a lot of people who you could be sitting here and they would be utterly unstill because of what's yeah. going on in their head, right? <laughs> yeah, the mm-hmm. whirling thoughts. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I think journaling is a way to to do that. When you when you see them, you're like, "This is ridiculous. Uh, what am I What am I talking about?" And what surprised you when you were writing this? I think the the big thing was just how universal the idea was. Ah. Like, as as having primarily written about Western philosophy, and you know, sort of dedicating my 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 thinking mostly to that. It was interesting just how often like Buddha and Marcus Aurelius are saying the same thing or Confucius and Seneca are saying the same thing. Right. And and just and and then when you expand outwards and you start to look at some of the Christian thinkers and you like that basically all the wise people in all the wise schools, the highest aim is some kind of both inner and external peace. And and so, you know, like Joseph Campbell talks about this idea of monomyths. It is interesting that sort of like Socrates and Buddha and Marx Aurelius and uh, and these figures are basically the same person. Mm. Mm. They're not like frantic, overly ambitious, <laughs> aggressive, you know, that's not why we admire them. That's interesting. Yeah. Ryan, question. I sort of find the idea of stillness I don't want to say repellent, but more scary, (laughs) you know, like terrifying. 
And I think a lot of other people probably do as well. What is your advice for me on how to sort of get past this, the mental barrier that it would be scary to be still? I mean, it's a, it's a timeless, uh, timeless fear. I mean, Pascal's quote was like, all of our problems stem from our inability to sit quietly in a room alone. And I think... And and I think you might have even talked about this too. You might have been who I heard about it from. But they did this study where they they asked people to like sit quietly in uh, a room, or you could shock yourself yeah. and leave. So pe- so people will will physically harm themselves rather than be still. And and I think that goes to what you're saying, which is like I think we're afraid of what we might think about, <laughs> or we're, we're maybe we're, that's it. Yeah. I think I think there's a there's a fear there. And then, and maybe that fear manifests itself in different ways. Like for some people, it's guilt. Some people, it's sort of not fear of what they might think, but fear of what they might miss out on. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, so boredom, I, yeah, boredom, b- boredom. And and so when I think about when I have done my best work, what was I doing? Was I doing ten things at the same time? You know, was I ruminating on something that had happened yesterday? Was I anxious? Was I worried? No, I was like totally yeah. locked in, totally present. And and when I think of my favorite memories with my family or with friends or just places I've been, you know, I wasn't looking at the Grand Canyon and my phone. I was just mm-hmm. looking at the Grand Canyon or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Now, we ask everyone who comes if, if they have a try-this-at-home suggestion for people, like a concrete, manageable thing people can try just as part of their ordinary day to be happier. What's your what's your try-this-at-home? So the, the one I, I started maybe eight or nine months ago is I don't check my phone for the first one hour that I'm awake. Okay. So, and and then what do I do in that time? That's when I go for the walk. That's when I journal. Um, I usually take my my son, now I have two sons, but I, I take them for a walk while my wife catches up on sleep. So I, I just, I'm just sort of priming myself for getting myself in the right headspace to have a successful day, both professionally, but also personally. Like I just found like when, when I would, open the phone, you know, you sleep with the phone next to the bed. Mm-hmm. It goes mm-hmm. off to tell you to wake up yeah. or whatever. And then whatever is on that home screen is like determining the quality of the day. Right. So, you know, you got a, you got good news from your publisher, mm-hmm. a great day. Right. You know, Donald Trump went on a tweet storm, bad day yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, or, you know, you, you thought you'd cleared up some issue Six weeks ago, right. and then yeah. the email informs right. you that actually yeah. right. all the changes had not been made, right. and right. blah blah blah. You've been hacked. Yeah. Yes, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. So, so it's it's not that I'm living in a bubble for that hour, but it's that I want to be sort of intentional and focused for at least one hour. I, I'm going to deal with the problem whenever I deal with it, but I don't need to start the day on my back foot. And do you literally like look at 60 minutes or is it more like this is sort of a stage of the morning that you get through and if it takes 10 or 15 minutes more or less, you're just sort of like you're having your walk, you're with your sons, you're kind of getting to this point and then it like turns into, and now I'll check my phone. I mean, I, I, I do like, so I started with 10 minutes and then I ah, worked my way to 15 okay, this minutes. This is like meditation where people yes. work okay. out. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And actually I started using this app called Spar. So we like, we created a challenge. And so if you, if you Checked your phone right away. You had to like sort of self-report, but it charged you money. Uh, mm. So Whoa, accountability. Yes, and, and, and so and you know you sort of did in these two-week sprints. But so I did ten minutes, fifteen, thirty, an hour, and now the idea is like, just how long can I go? Ah. U- usually, the first time I use the phone will be like getting directions, like if I'm like checking traffic right. to see where I have to go, right? Or like the weather to see, do I need it? Is it going to rain later? Yeah. So, but so the idea is like. 
you know, sometimes it'll, I won't check it till lunch. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm not checking email or, or, or like, but I feel like when I'm sitting down to the computer, I'm like working. The point mm-hmm. is I, I want to be there for breakfast and be there for the journaling, be there, like ideally go right into whatever the writing I have to do. I, I want to be there for all that stuff. That's a great one. Okay. Yeah. Don't yeah. check your phone for the first hour. Well, th- Ryan, thanks so much for coming by. It's so yeah, fun to talk to you. Me. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. Coming up, I give myself a bedtime demerit, but first this break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Elizabeth, it's time for demerits and gold stars. And this is an even-numbered episode, which means that it's your turn for a demerit. Okay, so, Gretch, I likely have given myself this demerit before. Um, (laughs) The the repeat demerit. (laughs) Yes, I've definitely talked about it for myself, which is not going to bed early enough. Um, Today, I'm giving myself a demerit for not getting Jack to bed on time. Yeah. Every day, Adam and I are like, we have to get Jack in bed earlier. He's so tired in the morning. He has to go to bed earlier. He has to go to bed earlier. And then we just kind of lose steam and we don't focus on it and we don't insist. And he says five more minutes and then we go, okay. But then it turns into 15 minutes and then he still has to brush his teeth and you get the drift. Yeah. And... It's like, yes, in an ideal world, he would get himself to bed on time, but he's just not there yet. So it's really on us to do it. Well, I think also kids are not, I mean, they want to stay up later. I mean, they're yes. going to work every angle. Yes. Can. But, you know, you're saying this is making me realize that I need to get Eleanor to stick to her bedtime. I mean, she's big. She it does get herself to bed. But, like, we made a deal, like, she was going to go to bed, at, you know, on time and it's just drifting later like instead of being lights lights out at that time she's like Mm. oh i'm in the bathroom brushing my teeth and Mm -hmm. you know kind of wandering around you know doing various things and i I, we need to second semester i'm gonna be like we talked about this and this is lights out because she did agree to it we had like a whole conversation it's hard Mm -hmm. bedtime is hard yes one idea um that we were talking about is to use an Alexa timer. So it's like not on us, it's on Alexa. Yeah. Well, I think it's also, it's the end of the day, so everybody's tired. And so if it yeah. if it takes a lot of corralling and reminding and well, kind of getting true. up and walking and checking, and it's demanding to get somebody yeah. to go to bed. It's demanding to get ourselves to so. go to bed. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. So yeah. anyway, I'm sure a lot of people can relate yeah. to this one. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Gretch, what's your gold star? Well, I want to give a gold star to our mother. Mm. So, you know, one of the things we talk about over and over is like, how do you have these little low touch 
easy ways to keep in contact with the people in your life, like whether you're using group text or uh, FaceTime or we used Update where we send those emails. And one of the things that's fun is when you just send a photograph. And you and I have already always been pretty good about that. And mom has gotten much better in like the last year or so. She's gotten much more just like she'll just take a she and dad are out for a walk and she'll take a random picture or she has an invitation to a party that she's having yeah. and she'll just send it along. And I just enjoy it so much. I just, I, I, I get such a rush of pleasure when I see a photo from her. And it's just something you have to get in the habit of. So I really, I, I'm really happy that she's kind of gotten into the spirit of that because it's giving me oh. a lot of, a lot of pleasure. I agree. It's one of those areas where technology is your friend. It's yes. like mom has really embraced the sending of the photos and it, it does. It keeps everybody connected and it keeps us connected to Kansas City, which is nice. Yeah. And you don't need to do anything other than just take the picture and text it. I mean, that's the thing. Yes. Like, keep it easy. Do not make this turn into like, and now I'm going to write a witty caption. No witty yeah. caption. You don't have to write any caption at all. I yeah. like send photos all the time with absolutely no text. Yes. You know, gold star for that. Yay, mom. Yay, mom. And that is it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Use up what you have. Let us know if you tried it and if it worked for you. And what did you use up? Thanks to our terrific guest, Ryan Holiday. Check out his new book, Stillness is the Key. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, our engineer, Bob Tabador, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Twitter at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Elizabeth Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. The resources for this week. If you are reading one of my books with a book group or a spirituality group or a work group, I have discussion guides um, for the Four Tendencies or the Happiness Project or all my books. Um, if you go to GretchenRubin.com slash resources, you can download free PDF discussion guides for any book. And also, if you are looking for a fun and easy way to make every day happier, you can subscribe to my free Moment of Happiness newsletter, where five days a week, I send out a quotation related to happiness or good habits. Um, you can go to GretchenRubin.com slash newsletter and sign up. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and Upward. Oh, Elizabeth, uh, you know how you were talking about leftovers? Yeah. Um, it reminds me of this of, of, of a line I love from Calvin Trillin, who you know is the, uh, the Kansas City writer. Um, yes. He wrote about his mother. He said, the most remarkable thing about my mother is that for 30 years, she served the family nothing but leftovers. The original meal has never been found. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. From the Onward Project.